0: Good day, ma'ams and sirs, and welcome to episode two of the number nine podcast, which is essentially a sausage fest with the little mini Vienna-style sausages. That's myself and my brother from another mother, Chris Farley's less attractive stunt double, -double T-double-double, body like Barney Rubble, meaner than Joe Green, the boy so fresh and so clean like an all-girls college swim team, he stays nice but he gets mean, chunk dizzle, too big to dunk and dribble, Tommy fucking Washington, What's up?
1: How much, pet? Ready to do. Uh, pretty excited for the topics that we got in store today. Uh, ready to get this podcast started. What do you say?
2: Let's do this.
0: Have you gotten any feedback on the podcast? Not bad. I have gotten zero. I mean, we
1: got ten downloads so far in the first episode. The
0: only feedback I got was that Black Sabbath was a 70s band, not an 80s band. I'd say that was a successful first episode. Let's get this second episode fucking started. Fuck the guys on that. Said that.
1: So, I was scrolling through Facebook the other day, and I saw this from a news site. Tim Tebow's Bible message triggers sensitive content warning from Twitter. So, at first I thought, I thought he said something about God in it, right? So, I was like, that's kind of ridiculous. It does say
0: Bible message.
1: Yeah. So, I uh, think it says, I'm like, that's ridiculous, right? Who's going to? Why would that be sensitive information? Who's going to God block? Yeah, I mean, I'm not a godly person. I don't really believe. But uh, to say that that's sensitive information is kind of ridiculous. So then I uh, start looking more into it. And this is exactly what the tweet was. This could be your time. That breakthrough could be tomorrow or it could be next year. But you have the opportunity to turn, however you're being tested into a testimony. So many heroes were wounded deeply before
0: they were used greatly. Is that really a quote from the Bible? I No. It, well, it says Bible-based motivational video. Yeah, I mean, I
1: don't understand how that is sensitive information at all.
0: I mean, if anything... I'm not sure how it's Bible-based... So many heroes were wounded deeply before they were used greatly. I mean, that literally could be a reference to anything. That could be a reference to, like, the history of cinema. For, like, it could literally be a reference to anything. But because it came from Tim Tebow, it's Bible-based? Yeah. I mean... Not to mention, the dude is spreading positivity in what I feel like is the worst period of America, in my lifetime anyways, I, I don't think it's the worst period of America in history. But it's certainly not exactly a gleaming example of what a great country we are. And this guy's trying to spread positivity. Uh, I'm not sure that I would stop anybody from being positive right now.
1: Well, and they didn't stop them. You know what I mean? They didn't, they didn't tell them take it down or But to consider that potentially sensitive content. Now, given, now I went to Twitter and I looked at this tweet and it no longer says that.
0: Okay, so now it's not sensitive?
1: Well, once you hit all the major news networks for... Bit, that, this would be like them saying, uh, do you know who Gary Vee is? Yeah. Awesome guy. Love him, right? Very positive. Very uplifting. And,
0: and that'd very be like, motivational.
1: Yes. And that would be like them saying, this is sensitive c- content. Now, he could be considered sensitive content because he swears like a drunken sailor, but I'm okay with that.
0: Is he also a super weed advocate?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. I know he's a super entrepreneur, and he pushes people to do stuff like what we're doing right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, so here's what I'm thinking. Like, there's not a pastor, a priest, a rabbi, a brother, a father, a nun, a something that has a Twitter account that talks... Religion all day, every day on their Twitter account. Because if they do, wouldn't you have to flag everything they say as sensitive material at that point? But this guy doesn't even mention God once in that tweet. That's what I'm saying. So, or the Bible. But the 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 headline there from WT Houston is uh, Twitter censors Bible based motivational video posted on pro, be- pro uh, posted by pro baseball player Tim Tebow. So maybe we're missing. Did you see the video?
1: I don't see any video. Oh, you know what? I take that back. There was a video, and I didn't watch it.
0: I feel like that may be what we're missing. Dude, I don't know what's on your Twitter feed, but you got some weird stuff going on. Oh, there.
1: that's this guy. That's. that's oh,
0: okay. So is that the video?
1: All right, so I found the, uh, the video, and I'm going to play it now so you can hear what he says. We're Bible believers,
3: and we look at the Bible and we see a lot of the heroes a lot of times they truly were wounded deeply before they were ever used greatly and so maybe you're going through a time in your life where you feel like you've just been wounded greatly and it hasn't been your year hasn't been your day so don't feel like this is your time But this could be your time for learning. This could be your time for growing. This could be your time for adapting. This could be the time that is a test for you, but tomorrow it gets to turn into a testimony because you never know what God is doing with your life. You never know what He is preparing you for. Um, So many times in the Bible, when we look at um, the heroes, there were times in their life where if they stopped, if they quit, if they said, no, God, I've had enough, then they would have missed out on the most impactful, most influential times of their life. Maybe that is the next step for you. Maybe that is tomorrow. Maybe that is next week. Maybe that is next year. But when we quit, we will never know what we missed out on. We will never know what's in store for us. Because maybe that breakthrough's coming tomorrow. Maybe it's next year. Maybe you have a little bit more time. Uh, going through a hard time in your life. But I can tell you this, we get to trust an unknown future to a known God because we know how much he loves us. We know what he did for us in sending his son. He gave his best for us. He gave his best for us. And when we remember that, then we can have trust in the character of our God because we know how much he loves us. That's how we get through the tough times. It's because we know, we don't think, we know, how much God loves us and how much he loves you right where you're at, whatever you're doing, whatever you're going through. He loves you. You were enough for his son to die on the cross. That's how much you're loved. Hold on to that in your time of need.
1: So I think that was very one impactful. Uh, It was very God based more so than I thought. Um, But at the same time, why is that sensitive information? Or sensitive content.
0: Yeah, I I took two things out of that. One, if, if that's me, right? And I'm like... Slim Jims are the best snack around. Like, I love Slim Jims. They taste good. I love their snappy skin. They're fairly inexpensive. They're readily available. And I start listing the reasons that I love Slim Jims. That's not sensitive material. It is my opinion. Yeah. But this man... Is motivated, he's passionate, he's determined to speak about something that means a lot to him. I don't think that's sensitive material. I fucking love Slim Jims, and that should not be considered sensitive material either. The second thing I took away from that is he has the stupidest fucking haircut. Hold on top. Are you. Did you see the haircut?
1: Listen, I'm fine with the haircut. But Oof. the problem with Slim Jims, Pat, is that after you eat them, you ever burp a Slim Jim up?
0: Yeah, I'm fine with that's like puking Taco Bell when you're drunk. I have no beef with Slim Jims, bro. A guy that's no been drunk, intended. what, like once? No, I haven't been drunk in a very, very long time. Yeah, there so was a time when I...
1: Yeah, I don't think you remember. But anyway. Huh. Yeah, I, listen, I'm not a godly person at all. And I'm to be honest with you, I don't like having God pushed on me. Which is weird, because he has
0: the body of Buddha, which is a god.
1: But at the same time, I also don't follow Tim Tebow. Right? Yeah. On Twitter. So if I don't follow Tim Tebow on Twitter, I'm not gonna see the sensitive information
0: unless somebody I follow retweets tweets it. Or if it gets flagged as sensitive and hits every national yeah. media source yeah. out there. So I wouldn't even know
1: about this unless I saw it on my uh Facebook feed is actually where I saw it. So now it now went to a totally different social media platform.
0: Yeah, I mean this is this is a, a really clear example of somebody using uh, his power for what he feels is good. I have I have no beef with people doing what they think is right. This actually goes back to, I, I mean, had we had a podcast when uh, Kaepernick took the knee, I, uh, I was wholeheartedly against it. And now I think about it and I'm like, the dude like had a platform to say what he wanted to say. It was going to offend people. It was going to appease people. It doesn't matter how you feel about it. He got everybody's attention. It was effective. Yeah, I guess you don't feel like it was effective. It was you don't know effective. what I'm talking about.
1: Yes, it was definitely effective.
0: Yeah, so this is this is. I don't think this is somebody using the position that he's in to get his message across. You and, don't have to. And agree you with know
1: that. what? You don't have to agree with the fact that he's saying it's a god, right? Just he's spreading positivity. Yeah, like like, and he's telling you to basically believe in yourself, shoot your shot when it's your time to shoot your shot, do your podcast. When you're ready to do your podcast.
0: Yeah, and if you're going through hell, tuck your chin.
1: Yeah. We all have bad times. We all have good times. I mean, look, Tim Tebow used to be a starter in the NFL. Now he's playing this guy, the guy who retweeted this and put that up there, that he was a professional baseball player, straight up lied to a bunch of people. He's not a professional baseball player. He plays for the minor leagues. That's not professional.
0: Well, I mean, he works for a professional organization. He plays for the the Mets farm team.
1: Yeah, so don't the people who play in New Britain. doesn't mean they're professionals.
0: I'm pretty sure they are. They get paid to do a sport Listen, that's professional. They're, They're not paid. amateurs. They're not getting paid. Sixty
1: dollars a game is not getting paid.
0: Listen. So in fighting, right? Yeah. The, the difference between a pro fighter and an amateur fighter is: did you collect a purse? You don't have Listen, to win. I'm you don't have to lose. It's if you get fifty bucks for being there, this you are considered a pro. poor bastard is making
1: bro. no money. I mean, I feel bad for
0: him. I don't think that he is making nearly as much as he made in NFL. And since we're on the topic, I don't think he's making as much as he made while he was in college. That's right.
1: I don't think he's making as much as he did when he was in high school working at Taco Bell. And in the drive-thru. That's possible. You know what I mean? So, but, yeah, I, like, I don't get it. I don't get why uh, why our world is the way it is. Especially with uh, people that are positive. It doesn't make uh, a lot of sense to me. So, uh, staying on the topic of things I saw on the news or on Twitter... Uh, in the last couple of days. Did you see that Trump is trying to
0: ban all of TikTok? TikTok, I did not. TikTok, TikTok is a breath mint. TikTok is the popular app where moms dance with their daughters, and uh, I'm trying to get you to physically assault me uh, repeatedly for different TikTok videos.
1: So, this is a true story. My wife posted a. Uh, she was posting on TikTok on my back, even though I told her not to. Um, so, she did a. We had a bear jump in our pool last year and she posted a video of that with a montage to some music and got over 100,000 likes on it. So that's pretty cool.
0: Which brings us to my idea where we make a series of TikTok videos. And please, if you're listening to this, give some feedback in the comments or if you see us, that this is a genius fucking idea and you would love to see it happen. uh, Where we make a series of videos where Tom hurts me With different things, like he staples me, or he tases me, or he throws a fucking dart at me. Can Uh, I shoot you? Can you shoot me with what? A gun. Tom, I tried to show you the video of two guys shooting each other in the foot, and you couldn't handle it. You think you can handle shooting me in the foot? I handled it. The guy was just a moron. That was awesome. If you haven't seen it, look it up. There's a dude who has his foot wrapped up. In, like, gauze pads. And he's talking about how they were playing Russian Roulette and he got shot in the foot. He just got out of the hospital. And he's trying to avenge his loss in Russian Roulette. They have a revolver, like a six-round handgun. And they're spinning the barrel with one bullet in the gun. And uh, they keep going back and forth. It's like four or five exchanges. And then the dude gets shot in his other foot. It is hysterical. And uh, yeah, a lot of people couldn't watch it. They were not happy. I kept showing everybody.
1: I mean, I watched it. It just that yes. guy. It like you ever see something embarrassing and you just can't stand to watch it.
0: No, you've never seen nothing like that. No, like,
1: that you feel embarrassed for the person. No, I have like,
0: to. I have to watch it more and more times.
1: I felt so dumb for that guy because Oof, he there was so much blood was a moron. Uh, By the way, your foot is a bleeder. In case you didn't know. Hands,
0: feet, and face. Hands, feet, and face.
1: So uh, we got a little off topic there. So we're talking about TikTok. So yeah, TikTok. Uh, so Trump and I, like I've heard, this circling around that uh, TikTok is stealing people's information because it's a Chinese-based company, and they're going to try and use it against us. Um, so Trump came out Friday, July thirty-first, and said uh, while he was on Air Force One that he was going to ban TikTok using an executive order within the next 24 hours uh, I gotta say like I don't know enough about it and I've read into it a little bit um, it seems like that there's some sort of proof there that they're stealing some information from us and that the only way they're going to get out of it or be able to keep it in the United States is if they sell it and it looks like Microsoft is the number one bidder on that so uh, Microsoft makes everything better I guess so why not
0: yeah, I don't. Uh, I mean, if we go back five years when we started talking about, like, you remember the uh, the PlayStation, the little camera where PlayStation Motion, I think, is what it was called, or the Xbox Connect. Yeah, the Xbox. Kind of uh, thing. People were saying like, you know, tape over that camera or you know, block those things because it was all Russian spies or Chinese spies or whatever spies stealing your information. My answer then was, I'm not doing anything that's, like, you know, like, I'm fine with people stealing my information if it's me sitting on my couch because I'm not doing anything wrong. Now, my view on that has changed because I, no matter what, it's not about what I'm doing wrong or what I'm doing right. It's about just me having the right to my privacy. And I I don't think that anybody should be able to have those things. Um, If they posted a warning on TikTok or put, like, age restrictions on TikTok... I think that's a much more appropriate re- reaction to what's going on, whatever it is. I don't know enough about it. I also uh, have the, the the opinion that there's probably a lot of information that we don't have, we'll never have, we'll never get. I mean, we don't know who killed fucking Kennedy and that was a much bigger deal uh, and much more people were involved and we still have no fucking clue what happened. So I don't think we're going to get the info on who's stealing from TikTok. Um, well, but because it's a Chinese-run uh TikTok
1: is? Yes, it's owned by a Chinese company. And you're saying... I think the fear is that they're using it to plot against us. Maybe they're going to make a bunch of uh, doppelgangers and start to replace us and kill us off one by one and it'll actually be uh, like AI or something.
0: Maybe they'll mail us a bunch of seeds for flowers and plants. Like magic beans? That actually happened last week. Huh? People all over America got uh, packages full of seeds from Chinese, like...
1: Oh, you know, I saw a meme about that with the fighting, like, the plants from Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah,
0: so there's, like, warnings, like, not to plant the seeds, and I'm just like, like, what the fuck is the plan? Like, Corona's not bad enough. It's probably Corona seeds. I don't think that's a thing. I don't think we grow Corona.
1: Listen, it's the Chinese virus.
0: Oh, Jesus. Um... Yeah, I don't Are know. It's not the
1: Chinese virus. It's from China. China. Why do you
0: call it the Chinese virus? It's from China. Man, I wish we had more information. I wish we could know what they know. On the other hand, I actually don't want to know what they know. And I'm good with if it makes sense for it to be banned, ban it. If it's a violation of our rights, don't fucking do it. And that's where we're at. Um, I do think that if, if it's even in question, there should be a fucking warning up. You know, this goes back to like the Surgeon General warning on cigarettes. It's dangerous. Don't do it. TikTok. Hey, it's dangerous. If you're willing to put your shit out there, that's on you. Um, I don't know. Maybe, you know, don't TikTok in like federal buildings or, or, you know, privately owned businesses. I don't know. Maybe you can only TikTok from your house. But I don't think they should just ban an app. Seems weird.
1: I don't have a problem with banning it. To be honest with you, I think TikTok's kind of stupid. What's the difference from you making a video and posting it on Twitter or Facebook or whatever? It's the same shit. Yeah. Can we have
0: enough of these? I assume that TikTok is less safe. That's the difference.
1: It's like, I don't understand the point of Instagram. Uh, Pictures? You can post pictures on every other social media. It's like, fuck, Facebook owns Instagram. Why not just let them post the pictures on Facebook?
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. Facebook is like... I, like, in my head, and I know that this is not accurate, but in my head, Facebook is like your children and your family and, like, your vacation, right? Instagram is like your alter ego. Like, there's... You know, like, you show off, like, your bikini or you... Whatever you show off. Like, I think that's you...
1: exactly what people do with it, bro.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, like... that. So, I guess, like, they have different purposes. I mean, technically... I'm pretty sure you could do the same things on Pinterest that you could do on Facebook. But Pinterest is used for, like, crafts and things like that. You yeah, but I, mean? I also
1: think that because if you post on Instagram, you can post it on Facebook and vice versa. I think. Yeah, I think, like, if you... Oh, put, no, you can't post from Facebook to Instagram, but Instagram to Facebook, you can
0: do Interesting.
1: I believe. Now, listen, I haven't been on Instagram in probably
0: four years. I have an Instagram. I have one. I don't use it. No, that's the extent of my story. I have one. While we're
1: talking about Twitter and everything. Give us a follow at uh, the
0: number nine podcast on Twitter. That's right. Shout out to the number nine podcast. Word. So
1: while we're veering off the subject of uh, different apps, how's the online data going? Uh,
0: I mean, I'm having decent success. I, uh, I'm not at the point, uh, if you recall, there was a time when I was going to write a book called Gone Fishing when I was having some real success off of uh, plenty of fish. Um, but I am having. How'd that one work
1: out? The one you caught off there.
0: Uh, yeah. The, the The reason that I didn't write the book was the uh, the last girl that I met on the website, and uh, I should have written the book instead of dating the girl. That's where we're at. I, <laughs> I, uh, if the book sold zero copies, I'd still have way more money than if I met that fucking girl. It happens. It yeah. Happens. She's of
1: us a a, I mean, secure your life. Gone.
0: True story. True story.
1: Uh. What were you saying earlier about the uh, Tinder app? There's a bunch of fake models on there.
0: Yeah, Tinder's like I mean, it's like a it's like a gamble. You know, like the better looking the girl, the less likely she is to be an actual human being. Um, so then they're like, you know, some of the girls are just like, as soon as you say hi, they're like, follow me on Snapchat. Let's talk there. Some of them just put it right in their profile. All of them are fake. There's actually a girl from Waterbury again. Uh, that's about 15 minutes from where we're doing this podcast
1: oh, stop saying it's 15 minutes we're not in Thomaston it's easily 25 minutes away
0: Thomaston is 12 minutes from here Waterbury is not more than 10 minutes from Thomaston ok that's it's 22 more than minutes. 3 ok it's almost 20 minutes whatever 15-20 minutes alright that's a, a very very small difference I'm glad we wasted 45 seconds of precious air listen man,
1: we have to fill this To any
0: to anybody who's listening to this, I apologize that Tom's a uh, a nitpicker. I'm Uh, sorry that Pat doesn't know how to tell time. That's that's all right. That's not telling time. I can read a clock, asshole.
1: All right, if you say so.
0: Anyways, she's from Waterbury. This chick, and uh, she like initiates a conversation with me. Whatever. So as I'm talking to her, she initiated the
1: conversation.
0: Yeah, which is a dead giveaway. Listen. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know what I look like, I'm fat, I have red hair, uh, I'm... Phew, I have horrible tattoos, like, like, old school. Don't get me wrong, I love my tattoos. His beard is
1: atrocious. They're very as well. old
0: school. My beard is the exact same as Tom's, so that's... No, nah, man, yours weird right to fucking chin and stuff.
1: That. That, it
0: hides my second chin. My beard is like a, like a cloak for the second chin. Alright. Um, so... I'm not gonna do that
1: about every time
0: well, whatever. I'd rather not look like I have multiple chins. All right. But, um, but so this chick is a straight-up prostitute. Like, there's no other way to word it. I'm not mistaking what she has said to me. She's like, follow me on Snapchat. Meet me there. Um, and she, again, this was like a real conversation. This is a human being. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Um, but then we're on Snapchat, and her Snapchat is like, it has... It's like you can book an appointment for this girl to visit you um, and there's like hourly rates and stuff so I
1: wouldn't call her a prostitute she's an escort
0: alright uh, she has sex for money
1: how do you know that for sure did you call because her because it
0: says that she has sex for money Well, I, I mean, she, I'm sorry she offers companionship technically yeah, but that's there's an a bunch escort. there's like they, there are a bunch that list themselves as like masseuses which anybody in that field anybody in that field is a massage therapist. There's a huge difference between a massage therapist that does therapeutic massage and a masseuse that gives happy endings. They list themselves as masseuses and say, like, you know, $95 an hour, uh, more money for the the special ending or happy ending or whatever they... But I mean, there's an abundance of... And maybe this is pandemic-related. I don't know. But there's an abundance of women... Looking to exchange money for sex, which is super weird to me. Um, I've never paid for it other than like the ultimate price of having to deal with uh, people. I bet you're looking at
1: that you paid, you wish you paid for it, it probably would have cost you a lot less money.
0: Uh, it depends on the girl, man. It depends on the girl. And you got to give it time. This is like comedy is like tragedy plus time equals comedy. Um, my ex wife and I get along great now, but there was a period of time. That relationship was not worth the amount that I put into it. So, mind you,
1: I uh, this is getting off topic, but I want to tell a story about Pat's ex wife. Uh, I knew Pat's ex wife, I thought pretty well. Um, I used to work for Pat years ago, and they actually, the year I graduated high school, uh, took me and another kid that had worked for Pat at the time out for our like our. Right around the time we were graduating for an entire day and spent a bunch of money on us um, doing all this stuff with his wife. And so fast forward 12 years later, Pat and I are hanging out, and she doesn't remember who the hell I am. I'm pretty shocked by that.
0: Yeah, I mean, not a real memorable guy. Uh, I don't think that's the case, Pat. I don't think that's, she's not a real memorable girl. Oh, that's weird,
1: because you remember her. I remember everybody I come in contact with. Hey, it's one of my gifts.
0: For the record, they did not come in contact. I just want to throw that out there. They met each other. There was no contact or coming.
1: Definitely coming.
0: Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, the dating app's cool. I, so, uh, look,
1: I've never been on Twitter. Or, Twinder? I, Jesus.
0: That's, uh, that's like Twitter and Tinder. So, basically, what you do is, instead of trying to find dates... You just say things to each other, but you, you never actually make any contact whatsoever. Good for you.
1: You must have found somebody on there, huh, Pat?
0: I have had a very long-term <laughs> relationship with a girl that I did not uh, ever uh, meet. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, it was a... Yeah, uh, so, anyway. Still a hundred times cooler than Tommy.
1: It happens. Uh, so, uh, I was... Uh, I've never been on Tinder, because... Right when Tinder got hot, I was dating my now wife. Um, so, but I was on plenty of fish back in the day. Yeah, and uh, is that
0: where you uh, is that where you met the girl who did the thing, the squirt? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. met the squirt. It was awesome. If I know that some people
1: are grossed out by that. I think that's one of the coolest fucking things I've ever seen in my life.
0: That's I get <laughs> I get queasy thinking about. It. You enjoying it? Like it's it's not the act of squirting itself; it's the the idea of you being turned on. Like uh, grosses right. me the fuck out. I'm all about it. Bro. Oh my god! I'm all about it. I picture like it's almost like inside of a dream where things don't really have to make sense, right? Because it's a dream, and I see like I don't understand how you find it so weird that people enjoy that. It's not no, no. It's not that people enjoy it. It's That's just not that weird. That I it's might you it. personally, yes. I don't it's, understand. We, you gross me out. Tom does this thing when he sneezes, right? So when I sneeze, it's like I'm like getting everything I can out of my body. The sneeze is exiting. Like the demon is leaving my insides. Tom does this thing where he... I hope in the near future... I might throw some pepper at him on a podcast to get him to sneeze. I hope you all have the pleasure... Mm-hmm. Of hearing him sneeze he does what i call holding it in where he like gets real real built up and then there's this really really weird finale and snot shoots out of his fucking nostrils not every, and it's time. The, not every time but when it happens it haunts me and if it didn't haunt me he reminds me very frequently he has this picture of snot hanging out of both nostrils from after his sneeze. i'm pretty sure he's going to send me right now And he will randomly send me this picture, like, in the middle of a work day or, like, on my lunch break when I'm eating. And I open it up, and it's just Tom with two huge snot missiles, much bigger than snot rockets, hanging out of his nostrils because he's the most disgusting human being on the planet.
1: Yeah, I took that because... By the way, Mason,
0: sorry to interrupt you. Mason, who's our buddy who wants to be on the podcast, we're going to have him on for an episode, got a new baby girl, Willow... Who is uh, just adorable. She looks just like him. It is like a little baby Mason. Mason saw the picture of the, the, the main picture of the podcast of us wrestling in the front yard. Or me wrestling and you laying there. Um, and uh, referred to you as a massive black bear.
1: Yeah, I saw that. He posted that on the page.
0: Classic. Makes me happy.
1: Alright. I'm done with it. Yeah. I don't know if that's a fat joke by Mason or whatnot. And back to the sneezing thing. Listen, my Ooh. dad did that when I was a kid. And would you rather have me sneeze and shoot spit all over the place, or would you rather just have me hold it in? What What feels really nice is like my back gets tight, and if I sneeze one of those, bam, back cracks feel great.
0: Hold on. Your question was, would I rather have you spit at me or blow snot rockets at me? Yeah. And you think that the answer is I'd rather have the snot rockets? Well, it's a guarantee Hold on. if I let it if, go. If there, was a, if there were two glasses and you had to have one thrown in your face and one was filled with spit and the other was filled with snot. Ah, snot, which one would you let somebody throw in your face? You have to pick one. I'm going to pick the spit, but what you don't understand is that
1: every time with this sneeze, if I let it out, there's spit. Only like one out of every ten times. Does the snot come out?
0: If we could run this scenario. It's
1: actually more, it's probably more like one out of every, like, probably 50 times that the snot comes out.
0: Okay. Okay. Let's just assume that the average person sneezes three times in a day. I don't even know if that's close to accurate. Can you hit Google and find out how often the average person sneezes? Because I want to find out if you think you do this once every 50 times, I want to know how many times in a month you blow snot rockets uncontrollably out of your nostrils in a way that is enough to gag a fucking maggot. All right, so the average, we just uh, we just hit the Google, oh, you son of a bitch, I have a picture text from Tom. This is so bad. Uh, that means I can't <laughs> open any more text from Tom until I'm like, empty stomach. Oh, God. So the, right, average, so the person average person sneezes 1.2 times in a day. I'm going to do that by a 30-day month. That's 36 times in a month. That means once every month and a week and a half. Once, well, let's see, a month is four. We'll call it every weeks. six weeks. We'll call it every five and a half weeks, maybe five. You, on, so you're going blow under. snot all over yourself?
1: Okay, that's better. than Me blowing spit all over your face thirty or fifty times. Why can't you sneeze into your elbow?
0: Well, with COVID, now I do, but before well, I would. Why wouldn't you sneeze into your elbow before COVID? Because I hold them in. But you think that COVID is the first time that it was a good idea to cover your mouth to sneeze? Pat, I don't like people. Let me ask you. When did you start wiping your ass? I don't remember. Was it before COVID? No. I didn't think so. All right. That's fair. Listen, you get what I mean. Yeah, you're gross. That's where we're at. Time is disgusting. So, anyway. So, what other uh, dating apps are there out there? Uh... As far as legit dating apps, uh, I think Bumble's a good dating app. Bumble is where, uh, when you match, the girl uh, is the first one to make contact. So the guy cannot send the girl a message without the girl sending a message first. And she has 24 hours to do it. So, like, if you match, she could just ignore you for 24 hours, which is basically the story of my life. Uh, And then after that 24 hour period there's just no match anymore
1: really goes away not yeah. does it get recycled like you can come cross paths again at some point
0: on all the apps that I've ever seen for whatever reason whether you like swipe right swipe left swipe in the middle it doesn't matter somehow girls get recycled
1: what's your worst experience on dating app?
0: <sighs> let's a, do one let's the, how the, about your
1: worst the, experience recently on a dating app and then we can do your worst experience long time ago.
0: It's almost a podcast in itself. Um,
1: yeah, I'm only telling you to choose one.
0: I feel like you have one in mind because I have so many good and bad in mind.
1: I think I have both one from recent and when I say recent I mean the last year and a half and then when I say old I'm saying maybe six years ago.
0: Okay, I know the six years ago one. Only it was more than that. The last year and a half. Are we talking about... Shit,
1: it probably was more than that. I was probably...
0: Are we... T- I don't even know what... what uh, I know originally we thought that she was Middle Eastern. She was not Middle Eastern. At oh, all. I wasn't even thinking of that girl. Oof. Uh, I don't know who you were thinking of. Oh! Were you thinking of the girl that I drove to Hartford to pick up?
1: The one in the whole top.
0: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that one um, Yeah, so um, So you got to learn important lessons, right? This actually should be like Memories with a Silver Lining material right here Memories Memories With a Memories. Silver Lining Silver Lining revision. Silver Lining Silver Alright, so Yeah I meet this girl we gotta, we got to come up with a fake name for this girl So since you don't know what the girl's name was And neither do I. Either one of us can make up a name. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Honey Bun. So uh, Honey Bun... thats a realistic name? uh, I'll get to... You know what? If you remind me at the end of this silver lining message, I will tell you why I came up with Honey Bun. So Honey Bun and I start talking. Honestly, I don't remember the app. I'm going to say it was Bumble. Uh, so we start talking and she's in the hospital. She has a broken leg or something to that effect. She has her leg is negatively impacted by life. I don't know what happened to it uh, at the time I did. And I man, we just have like uh, like a really good conversation from the rip. It's going well. She's into stuff I'm into. And so uh, and she just has this uh, very pretty face. And I'm very much a face guy that like there's. There's butt guys, there's chest guys. Uh, I'm a face guy. I love a pretty face. Um, while I love all the other things. Uh, my, my thought is, like, if I'm kissing you, I'm kissing your face. Really? Wow. Who's got to silence their fucking phone now, buddy? Anyways. So, this girl has a bunch of pictures uh, of her face. And this is where we're headed with this story. Is the silver lining here is... When you meet somebody off of a dating app, you need full body photos. You need face photos. A phone call is not a bad idea. And maybe, maybe just maybe, a FaceTime. Like we have the technology to not set yourself up for failure. But this was, I, I was just out of a, a long-term relationship and basically like a rookie in the game again. right? Like I had taken a retirement and I've gone back. So this now I'm wearing the number 45. And I'm playing with a different team. I don't have Pippin with me. I don't have my, my confidence up at all. So I'm not paying attention. I'm just excited to go meet a new girl and enjoy myself. So we talk. She's in the hospital. She gets out of the hospital. And I'm like, I'm a little bit skeptical because I've, I've told some people about her. And they're like, the best thing you can do is like you need to like get a video with of her. I'm not even sure Face... Uh, FaceTime was a thing, but not super popular at the time. So, I have her send me a video. What I'm not paying attention to is this video is also from the neck up. Again, this girl has a very pretty face. So, I go to pick her up in Hartford. Now, this is like, what, 40, 45 minutes? The drive? Yeah, easy. Yeah. So, um, I she has this great big bay window in the front of her house. She's staying with her parents... She says that she's staying with her parents because of the injury, right? So, no big deal. I, I, I got no beef with that. Um, I mean, You have
1: even had a problem if she was staying with her parents because that's where she lived?
0: No, no, that wouldn't have bothered me. Okay. Um, but we had discussed this. We were getting along really well. Um, and we were going to get a hotel for the evening and uh, share each other's company, get to know each other a little better. So I see her stand up in this bay window. This girl who I would like to point out uh, one more time has a very pretty face. She stands up and I'm looking through the bay window from the street and I go, there's not a single chance on the face of this planet that that girl is this girl. This girl is very, very big. Which... I realize how shallow and superficial that makes me sound. But this girl has purposely hidden her body from me. Oh,
1: so she's the wrong person. Maybe she did that because of people like you, Patrick.
0: I'm not done with her dishonesty. Okay? Because, okay, so I take the heel turn at the end of the story. But there's a lot of build-up. Like, Anakin didn't just join the fucking dark side. He did it for what he thought was the right reasons. And I stand by Anakin's decision. Anakin did what he had to do to keep Queen Amidala... Alive. Anyways. Shout out to Star Wars fans. So, she waddles her ass outside, okay?
1: You are such a fucking prick.
0: Maybe she waddled like a penguin. I didn't say she was... uh, Well, I did before. Anyways. So, she has suitcases with her. That was plural. Multiple suitcases. They don't match. Her luggage doesn't match. But clearly, she... Is like a she is she has invested in a long-term plan wherever she's going. But for some reason, she's now loading the suitcases, and I'm helping her load the suitcases for whatever reason. Because I've already driven 45 minutes, I gotta see where the night's going. So we load these suitcases into my car, and she starts talking about how she's done with her parents, she doesn't want to be around them, they're awful, they they aren't letting her heal. I don't know. She's significantly I, I want to say she was, on her profile, she was in her late 20s. It might have been early 30s, but I'm almost positive it was late 20s. In real life, I don't think she was anywhere near her 20s. I think she was closer to 40 tons. And...
1: You are a fucking horrible person.
0: Which part? Because she was old? Yes. Okay. Listen, my point is, those pictures of what I assume were her much better looking sister... Were very misleading. And the video that she sent. Or had her sister send. Was not the girl. And I, listen. It was very similar. Very similar to the girl. But also very, very different. Either way. Now. I'm in a very awkward position. Because I'm just out of a relationship. I've connected really well with this girl. I feel like she has lied about a lot of the things. That I felt were, like, a part of our newfound relationship. This has gone on for, like, a week, week and a half of well, her I mean, healing in the
1: hospital. like, pretty much getting married at that
0: point. Well, we had we had, had a lot of very long... Like, we were talking all day, every day. So I was very excited for this night. Uh, so, now I'm watching her check into this hotel because she has called ahead and set this up, um, which also should have been a red flag for me because she was very enthusiastic about this and i cannot reiterate that no girl should ever be enthusiastic about hooking up with a guy that looks like me um so we get the room she i mean like we walk into the room she starts opening suitcases and there is like a suitcase of makeup there's a suitcase of clothing there's like suitcases of knickknacks she has straight moved out of her parents house in suitcases and we're in this hotel in the middle of her move. I don't know if this is like her new semi-permanent residence. I don't know if this is just a, a like a stopping station for her. I don't know if this is a trap and I'm like her new roommate. I have no clue what's going on. I do know, though, that she is super excited to get into the bed with me. And I'm trying to figure out how this is going to work. Uh, not like position-wise, because I already know I'm on top. Like, like this, this is hands down. She cannot, at best... We could be on a level playing field if we're, if I'm behind her. Like, that's, uh, optimally, uh, this is going to be bad. So, lights are off. We're just, like, talking in bed. I am super uncomfortable. I have no clue what I should do. And there is things going on. There's touching. There's kissing. So, she finally just, like, volunteers to fillet me. And I'm like... Well, I'm not going to say now. Like, it's been a very long time with one girl and one mouth, and I am excited at the opportunity for uh, some strange. So I let her, and I'm not going to lie, she tried harder. She did a great job. Uh, so, to wrap this up, I uh, walked into the bathroom of the hotel room. I took a very loud, you know, like the really airy shits where it's mostly farts and water. I took one of those shits that I'm sure she heard. I mean, it was I, I was pushing. Uh, and then I kind of just uh, I, I washed myself. I took a little shower quickly. It was very hot. The hotel room did not have air conditioning. Um, and. Uh,
1: what the fucking hotel room didn't have air
0: conditioning. It's not that it didn't have it, it's that it wasn't working. And it was disgusting, the, the hotel room. Like the, the hotel in general was gross, but the hotel room was also disgusting.
1: Oh, man.
0: oh, so that's where I'm headed, though. So I take my nasty diarrhea poop, which was very loud. And then I kind of just like, I'm like, all right, I'm, uh, I gotta go. Um, but I'll be back in the morning. I'm really sorry. I didn't, I, like, I don't want to dip on you. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I gotta go. And then she called me in the morning and she was super pissed off. She said that I fucking mistreated her and then I just left her and I had made promises that, you know, we were going to spend the night together. And all I could think of was her carrying all of these suitcases to the car and I had no guilt whatsoever. I just like... But your question was, what was the worst fairly recent? Uh, that, that probably takes the cake. I called her Honey Bun because... <laughs> Uh remember that song that we used to freestyle back in the <laughs> Brist- back in the store in Bristol and it was uh it was tons of fun she's tons of fun it's Mickey D's fries and honey buns so that's where honey bun came from runs. yeah combination that'll give you the runs exactly so that's a that's a lot of where that name came from and uh again I don't feel bad about this man
1: I feel like uh to a degree you should
0: Silver, hold on. The silver lining to this story is I learned a lot about online dating. And to be fair, I had been online dating. Again, I was going to write the book. I was going to write Gone Fishing. I was killing it online dating before that long-term relationship. Now I'm fresh out of that relationship, and I've got nothing. I'm like, I'm like fucking Austin Powers without my mojo, right? And this was a great way. It was a, this was a reality check. Like, you need to get back on your shit, bro so
1: uh so let's go back to six years or longer than that probably eight years nine years yeah uh what do you think your worst experience there was Pat
0: I are you referring to the girls up in mass yes okay so this one's an easy one to name we're gonna call her the mass hole so uh I meet uh the mass hole uh, I'm gonna say I'm plenty of fish actually I think that was back in the fishing days uh so we Hold hit on, it off
1: question. Is Plenty of Fish still around?
0: Plenty of Fish is still around It is subpar at best That's that's the best description I can give for Plenty of Fish It's like uh, It's like where daters go to die
1: That's where I met the squirter
0: But yeah that was back in it's heyday Yeah Now it's like uh, Like if you don't want to find somebody online Go on Plenty of Fish And you're, you're golden success
1: That's also where I found the girl that we saw at Walmart
0: Phew. she was uh, she was not good from far and was far from good. So that's not nice. She looked no. a lot better than since then she's been married and had a
1: couple kids or something like that.
0: To eat <laughs> Oh she was hilarious. hey maybe it was the girl that broke her leg. I don't think it was the same girl, though it's possible I don't remember what that girl looked like. Okay So the mass hole. Is we like hit it off. We have great conversation. And this is another lesson that you pick up over the lifespan of your, your, if you're using dating apps. Is everybody can have a good conversation with you for the most part. Like you have all kinds of things in common with legitimately anybody. If I found somebody on the street and just started talking to them, guy, girl, old, young, doesn't fucking matter. We have things in common. You can always find a middle ground. So, this girl in the mass hole, which I didn't know that. So, let's call that this. This is our silver lining for this story. Is you can always find a middle ground with somebody that doesn't make them somebody you want to find a middle ground with. So, uh, we hit it off and we decide we're going to go bowling. Uh, This is going to be a double date scenario because internet dating is very dangerous. And we, you know, she doesn't want to get hurt by me. I don't want to get jumped by six like 40-year-old dudes, I don't know who I'm talking to. Uh this That's I fair. that legit I think is before FaceTime. Um FaceTime? Yeah, like like I don't think I could have video chatted her before going to oh, meet yeah. her. Oh yeah. Well, FaceTime I was, was definitely
1: around, but it was like probably in its beginning.
0: Yeah. So, I'm uh, very excited. I can't wait. Jeez, uh, you had to have been what, 21, 22? Um,
1: uh I was probably 22 or 23.
0: We were super excited because she's bringing a friend for you. I'm going to meet this chick who just has this amazing personality. We have all these things in common. Um, so she picks a bowling alley that's, what, 30 minutes past? Yeah, was probably
1: like 20 minutes past where she lives.
0: So, so. She, she lives. I'm going north, right? We, we have to drive north to meet this chick. But then we have to go 20 minutes further north to meet this chick than where her house is. And there's a bowling alley in her town. But I don't question this. Because I'm really excited about meeting this girl. And because, again, I am inexperienced in the online dating. So, I'm just going with the flow. Just doing what seems right. And what seems right is meeting this chick who I have all these things in common with. It's really not that far. It was like 45 minutes uh, plus 20 minutes. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, we... told uh, so you you couldn't tell time. Get out of the car and... First, uh, first impression. She's pretty good looking. She's a good looking chick. Uh, she's thick. I like them thick. Not to be confused with tons of fun, honey bun. Uh, but she's a horrible thick.
1: Horrible fucking person.
0: That's no. Everybody has their preferences, Tom. Listen, I'm, just, I'm all about thicker women. I'm with you. I okay. But uh, so don't say I'm a horrible person. I don't know why you're that demeaning particular.
1: Fat people. You're fat.
0: No, I'm demeaning the liar who misled me to believe that she was something that she wasn't and someone that she wasn't. Oh. I do want you to take this story over, though. We have to take the story over? No, you take over and tell the story. So we get out, we see the, these two girls, oh, both so of we, which are pretty attractive. Yeah, they were
1: bad-looking. We, we went bowling. Had an okay time, I guess. Uh, so we're walking out to the car, right? Am I correct? We're walking... Cause we were in the parking lot. When oh yeah, I'm,
0: I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna go for the first kiss here.
1: Yeah, Pat's gonna go in. So, but Pat's a conversation starter. So we're out there talking, and uh, Pat just asked, like, "Why would you have us come all the way up here if you live 20 minutes closer to us?" And blah blah blah. And there's a bowling
0: alley in your town.
1: Yeah, and she goes, "Oh, well, there's a lot of." Uh... She used uh, the N word. That hang out around there, and we don't like them. Now, I immediately look
0: at Pat, and I crack up laughing. Tom is on the ground at this point. Tom, okay. and it's Tom not has lost all the wind in his body. I'm dead. It's right? not because it's, he thinks what she said is funny.
1: It's because I know Pat's reaction to this is going to be funny.
0: I fucking hate racism. It is... <laughs> Racism and alcoholism are really on like an even playing field for me. Oh boy, I was so so disappointed. She, I mean, this girl legitimately broke my fucking heart without was, being mean towards me.
1: Pat was definitely very upset, and I'm and she's looking at me like I'm crazy because yeah. I'm laughing so hard. And again, and she
0: has no clue that there will be no first kiss.
1: I cannot stress this enough. I wasn't laughing at what she said. I was laughing because I knew it was over.
0: We were in the car and out of Massachusetts and away from that dirty, hateful, stupid, stupid woman in no time. And that was, I mean, that might actually be, because of how excited I was, that might be my, that's probably top three to five dating experiences. So I'm pretty
1: sure that after that night, you went back to, because you were talking to the ex that got you off dating. And you went to her house that night after we got oh, back. Oh, you might
0: be right about that. Yep. It's because when, at So the it's her of that, fault.
1: It's the asshole's fault that's that true. you
0: went through all that. Man, the asshole is actually way worse than I remember her being because what you're saying is right. But if we're going to do that, I also, I had hooked up again with my ex-wife at one point at the beginning of that relationship. So it's her fault for not rekindling that marriage and just getting remarried and staying together
1: well look if you guys would have done that you we wouldn't be doing a podcast right now but you'd be loaded
0: that's true uh, shout out to my ex-wife who's doing wonderfully she runs a, a rehab facility don't worry Pat won't Jersey. tell her to
1: listen so it's not a big deal um,
0: I don't know I think she'd enjoy the podcast
1: Well, maybe she'd tell some more people about it maybe I mean there's only four people
0: watching or listening all we gotta worry about is tons of fun honey buns in the mass hole if they're not listening we're good Alright, enough of my sexual shortcomings, no pun intended. Let's get to some Strange Laws.
1: Alright, so today we're going to do uh, Strange Laws of Alabama. We're going to start right at the top of the list. Pat, you got this page open?
0: I'm open, I'm ready.
1: So, it is illegal to dress up as a priest on Halloween.
0: Uh, also, any you can't dress up as a nun, priest, rabbi, or any member of the clergy. It's a, it's a misdemeanor, and you can be fined up to $500.
1: Now, listen, I haven't been a kid for a long time, but did you ever have the want to dress up as a priest?
0: I don't think uh, that I've ever desired to dress up as a priest. Now, I will say... Uh, there are jokes that write themselves in this. I mean,
1: yeah,
0: I. Mean, I some of them would end with uh, it's like taking candy from a baby. Uh,
1: I, if anything, I think dressing up as a priest is probably the best, the best thing for Halloween at this point. Knowing now what I know.
0: I, as far as uh,
1: people in general, sure. B- mainly the Catholic religion.
0: That's I. There are a few uh, bad a few seeds. Have you ever seen the movie Spotlight? I've never seen Spotlight. You
1: should watch it. There's more than a few. At the end of it, it actually shows all of them. Um, Anyway, moving forward, uh, it is illegal to wear a fake mustache that causes laughter in church. A lot of things to do with church is illegal in Alabama. Yeah, or against you know, the
0: church. That, that may or may not be part of a, a very strong religious area. Uh, a fake mustache that causes laughter in church. So, basically, Groucho Marx is not allowed to go to church in Alabama. Because uh, his was painted on.
1: Yeah, I don't think fake mustaches are funny anyway. Uh, this one, I tried to read more, and there's nothing there. But, uh, you must have windshield wipers on your car. I mean, that's just kind of courtesy.
0: Well, it also, uh, I mean, common sense, not kind of courtesy. But it also, super vague. So, if I put windshield wipers on top of my car, am I technically... Within your rule book here?
1: Well, at that point they're not windshield wipers, they're wipers of something else roof.
0: No, oh, they're still windshield wipers, they're just not being used properly. Oh, okay. So this one I thought was uh,
1: interesting. No one may use a funk ball within the city limits. So I googled what is a funk ball and a whole bunch of uh, ball sweat stuff came up. And I was like, Well, how do you funk ball in public? So, I mean, like, it's hot in Alabama. You're obviously going to get funky balls. But I'm sorry, I look... are you
0: saying that there's a product for, like, your, your Femunda area?
1: No, it's, like, how, like, a lot of YouTube videos come up on how to prevent uh, funk ball, like, like, sweaty balls.
0: Yeah, like Mud Butt.
1: Yeah, right? And, but after reading into this more, what they're talking about is stink bombs. Remember those things when you were kids used to throw in a fucking omitted, like, that rotten egg smell? Yeah. Yeah, that's what they're talking about. You're not allowed to use those within the city limits once you read in more into it, so...
0: There is nothing funnier than the countless times that those got dropped in school, because that's the worst smell
1: Yes, and when you're a kid, it's even worse because you overreact to everything. It's yeah. like your dad farting and you think it's the grossest thing in
0: the world. Still think my dad farting is the grossest thing in the world. That's up there with you and your fucking snot rockets.
1: I think it's the funniest shit in the world anyway.
0: Also, my father eating a chicken wing. <laughs> he Dude, my dad puts the entire wing in his mouth and then spits the bone out. It's almost like a cartoon character I love eating a chicken wing. It's so gross. Dude, dude that's talent. My dad is the manliest man I think I've ever met in my life, and the chicken wings are just one example of this.
1: Anyway. Uh, no person within the city limits may possess confetti.
0: Like, even... Okay, what if you're driving through? I mean, like... Well, like, nothing. I'm going to Mardi Gras via Alabama, and I've got some confetti poppers in my car.
1: Uh, well, I mean, not for nothing, right? I'm not upset with this law. Have you ever tried to clean up confetti?
0: It's a fucking mess. So, anybody listening uh, should, when you mail out like a birthday card or a Christmas card, you should put confetti in the seam of the card so when they open it up, they have a big mess to clean up. There's nothing funnier than that. Well,
1: the only downside is you don't get to see it.
0: Oh, you'll hear about it. Don't worry. Alright,
1: fair enough. Um, It's illegal to spit in public.
0: I don't think that's a weird law. I don't know why that's on a weird law site.
1: you think it should be illegal to spit?
0: No, no, I think... I don't think you should be spitting in public. I think... Like, okay, so... Right, so a law has a precedent. No law is made without precedent. So somebody was spitting in such a way in public that it then became against the law. Like, if I have, like, some buildup or some phlegm and I spit, nobody's making a law about that. I want to know what put this little, like... Those wheels in motion that was like, nope, this is out of control. This person spit far too much in public. Like, they spit on somebody, because that's not the law.
1: I I guess, I mean, I I don't have a problem with seeing people spit. As long as it's not a woman, I don't, like, I think that's gross seeing a woman spit.
0: I don't, are we still talking, like, a regular, like, a loogie? Or are we talking about, like, you threw a baby shower and she's trying to get it out of her mouth as quickly as humanly possible?
1: Either way, that's gross. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. If it goes into Montesquieu as well.
0: All right. Well, now we know Tom's stance. All
1: right. All right. So that's it for uh, Strange Laws of Alabama, for at least off this website. Uh, Pat, how do you feel to have a uh, sports back?
0: Uh, man, I just can't wait for football season to start, if football season's going to start, when football season's going to start. Well, that's they already
1: it. reported the training camp.
0: Yeah, I mean... The You see the teams that had players not show up? Like they, they opted out of playing? A bunch
1: of the Patriots did. Patriots yeah. were packed with players, yeah. Well, and the reason, well, I don't want to say that this is the reason, but the benefit to that is that it gives them a bunch of cap space because now they don't have to pay those players. So the Patriots can actually go out and get some decent players. So that they can, since they lost Brady, they don't have Gronkowski, they have Edelman. They have some people on the defense, but they lost some in the offseason. Uh, so I think Belichick's going to do what Belichick does, and they'll definitely be a contender. But the Bills, the Bills are going to be a good team this year. They got a pretty good, uh, solid team left over from last year. So it should be a pretty good division. I hate the Patriots,
0: so uh, I hope they lose. Were you a Cam Newton fan when he was on the Panthers?
1: No, I've never been a Cam Newton fan. I, uh, I respect, I think he's a great quarterback, but I'm not a
0: fan. I, uh, I'm a big Cam Newton, I should say, I don't have a team, I just like to watch football, he is fun to watch, so I like Cam Newton. So
1: let me ask you this, because Pat hates all the people that take over for the greats. Steve Young hates him because he took over for Joe Montana. True story. Aaron Rodgers hates him because he took over for Brett Favre. True story. Uh. Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck because he took over for Peyton Manning. Yep. Um. Even though these are no fault of those specific people, nope. uh, Pat's just a spiteful fuck. It doesn't understand that people get old, they can't play as, used, as good as they used to, so they have to get replaced, because at the end of the day, it's a business.
0: All true. I would still have Joe Montana behind Senate right now.
1: You're an idiot.
0: It is what it is.
1: Anyway, so let me ask you. So, Cam Newton is potentially, he may not be, but potentially going to take over for... The greatest quarterback of all time. Do you hate Cam Newton, though?
0: No. No, Cam Newton had a name before this.
1: Oh, okay.
0: So it's... Not to mention, I am just now getting over hating Brady for taking over for Bledsoe. But Bledsoe wasn't... Like, Bledsoe was good, but he wasn't great. The Patriots team was a winning team, and Bledsoe was running it. For one season. Uh, Well, okay. For one season. I didn't say they were... You know, uh, a dynasty at the time. But no, they Tom were.
1: Brady's who made it what it is. Well, that's not even true either. Bill Belichick is who made it what it
0: is. Well, we'll see. Well, that that well, We're going to see. That question is about to get answered.
1: We're going to see. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm more football than I am anything. It's um, it's nice to scroll through Twitter and actually see uh, clips of games and stuff like that with basketball and stuff. I'm not a big basketball guy. I'll follow it a little bit. Um, LeBron seems to have always be in the news. So there's always something going on with him, but baseball's back. I'm not a huge baseball fan, but I follow the Red Sox. Um, they got beat up last night by the Yankees, uh, but thanks, it's good
0: to have it back. Thanks to Fight Island, UFC was not uh, too dramatically affected. Like I, I watched the UFCs on pay per view, um, and they were totally watchable without the crowd, which is which is weird. To like, so I'm also a huge pro wrestling fan. Not watchable without the crowd. It is not. Even stomachable. And that's... I'm I'm a 30-year wrestling fan. I've watched since I was a little guy. And I love wrestling. And I can't bear the thought of even watching a single episode right now. I'm so out of touch with it. It's unbelievable.
1: Well, but also, the UFC is straight up fighting. So they're not there for the crowd. It's
0: one-on-one. Yeah. And, like, the crowd doesn't have a part in the show.
1: Where, with wrestling, it does. Yeah. And Um, they act like the crowd's still there.
0: Which is super weird. I wish so much that they would change the way they're doing professional wrestling right now to not involve the crowd. A, that doesn't exist. And B, I came up with this idea a long time ago. We talked about it. I still think it's a good idea. They should have stopped wrestling. Pro wrestling is like half wrestling, half soap opera. They should have kept the soap opera going. They should have had like little breakout fights, like backstage, or little fist fights, you know. Yeah, but
1: we're in the middle of four months. How do you do that for four months?
0: Well, every single television show in the history of television has done it. I hear They've you. all had dramatic storylines without people jumping off the top rope. Wrestling's actually the only one that does that. So they could do it. It's totally reasonable, and they could have built up so much anticipation for when they did have a crowd, and it could have been a time that storylines really came to a close. Which now that I mean, I don't know what they're doing. Can it I was, spoil it, something for you? Yeah, well, yeah, because I'm not going to go back and catch up. Like, that's not happening.
1: The Fiend went after Alexa Bliss. I saw it on.
0: I saw, I saw a picture of it. Yeah. Which that's, so, that's my favorite female wrestler and my favorite male wrestler in a storyline together. So, that so that, was that like makes some, me want to watch so it. So, that was like somewhat
1: porn for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because he is he's a good looking... Well, I mean, she is she is beautiful. Uh, yeah, no, Alexa Bliss. Whew, yeah. She might be the hottest female wrestler of all time.
1: Maybe. Maybe. Um, but, so the only sport was USC. They stuck around. Um, and NASCAR. NASCAR stuck around. They did the virtual racing on iRacing. How'd that go? Um, okay. I I didn't watch any of it, but I know that a bunch of, uh, people got suspended and lost sponsorships and stuff for stuff that they were saying. One guy used the N-word, uh, lost his ride, which was weird to me. He, he, it was Kyle Larson. And I believe he is, he's not black, but he, um, is not white. He's a different ethnicity. I think he's, uh, from the Spanish descent and he got fired, like, which is justifiable, I guess. I mean, you shouldn't be using those type of words. And why would you, especially like what, what, what's different from you being in a fake cockpit driving a car? And being in the real cockpit driving a car and not using like what led you to use that word?
0: When they're in the cockpit, their fans can listen to like the individual yes. cars. Yeah. So so it is standard for him to know better than to use that word in the privacy of his car. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So there's really no excuse for it. Now this comes back back like to the Tebow thing, right? We talked about Tebow being a person of influence and using his influence for good. That should not be censored. This guy. Is using his influence in a very negative manner, whether it's just not watching himself or whether it's being purposefully offensive, maybe trying to catch a headline or two.
1: Well, no, I don't think that was the case at all. I think, um, I think it was a mistake. You know what I mean? Which, when you're a celebrity, you can't have those types of mistakes. You know what I mean? Because they're like, you can't be walking around saying it to anybody.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's a. Uh, I mean, that's.
1: You should be saying that if you're a normal person. That wasn't fine somebody.
0: for Hulk Hogan 10 years ago. Yeah. In a private conversation that happened to be recorded because his son was in prison and they were on the phone and he dropped the N-bomb a few times. Um, So he got kicked out of the Hall of Fame.
1: Yeah, that's true. And
0: yeah, it wasn't on the product for almost, I mean, it was years. Um, yeah. Which was a welcome dismissal because I am not a Hogan fan. But... But was it's it the just? same thing. This this guy cannot, well, no, was it justified? Do I think that Hogan should have been punished for something that he felt privately? No. The fact that it leaked is I mean, you have to react to that as as yes, that company. but
1: but at the same time like I get it like you have to react like you said, but at the same time like he he was doing it in the what he thought was private. Like, even though, like, you know when you're talking to somebody in prison that your phone call is recorded. Right, but... They shouldn't be able not, to leak that information. Yeah, it's not
0: common for phone calls from prisoners and their their loved ones to get out in public. Yeah, no, I get that. That's like, uh, who was homeboy out in California who dropped the N-bomb? The, uh, I want to say he owned the Lakers?
1: No, it was uh, the uh, the old guy there that owned... It wasn't the Lakers, it was uh,
0: Clippers. The, the Clippers. Same arena. So, that guy... Um, now, you know me, I I hate, hate, hate racism. But that guy said all kinds of things to his wife in the privacy of their own home. Didn't know he was being recorded, from what I understand. And she then leaked all that stuff, and he caught hella shit for it. It completely altered the way he was living his life. It, I'm sure it still to this day affects him in some way, shape, or form. That, I don't agree with. I don't agree with his stance one bit, but... In the The privacy of his own home, he should be able to have an opinion. He should be able to vocalize that opinion. And I got news for you. If you think his wife was innocent in that, she married him. She knew who he was. And then when she was done with him, she went, Well, now I'm going to show people what an ugly person he is. To me, that showed what an ugly person she is. Because she married him. She knew who he was. So she obviously either shared those opinions with him or didn't mind that he had them.
1: Well, no. I think because I think the, the guy was like 90 her time, so she was obviously after the moolah.
0: Yeah, it's still like she still was aware. Oh, she's of food, still a piece of shit. Yeah, f- for the, throwing him under the bus for something that she knew about all that time and kept quiet about for whatever her motivations were.
1: Well, she couldn't get over the wrinkly balls.
0: Ugh, man, like a like a walnut, like a soft walnut shell. I assume.
1: Ugh. Uh, but anyway, back to NASCAR. Uh, but I think this weekend, actually, uh, possibly today, today Sunday. Uh, they're racing up in New Hampshire, and I think they're allowing crowds of people. I think they've been allowing crowds of people in to watch the races. The new
0: part of NASCAR is that they are, uh, as they're uh, driving, they're going to take left-hand turns. So that's super exciting. That's an addition to NASCAR this year. They're going to turn left all fucking day long. I don't which understand. What your I think hate... the fans are going to be excited for.
1: I don't understand what your hate about it is. I mean. If you've ever seen in person, which I know you haven't, you should.
0: You know what I have done that was more entertaining on a global market scale than NASCAR is I have been blindfolded and then spun in circles like your left hand turns and then forced to swing a bat at a pinata. And that should be, if, I think if we have proceed. to choose between those two sports, I say pinata baseball over NASCAR all day.
1: I think if you went to a NASCAR race... And saw how
0: crazy like yes, they're taking a left
1: hand turn. But there's a lot that goes into it, Pat. They're driving inches away from each other. Th- these are
0: some of the best athletes in the world. That sounds like Waterbury every morning when I'm going to work.
1: Yeah, what are you talking about
0: bunch of assholes trying to smash into my car and me playing defense?
1: Yeah, sure. And they don't try to smash into each other's car. That's that's the skill. Is not crashing into each other's car. Unless your last name is Earnhardt
0: and you you know, Robin's race See, I wasn't going to make that joke. I wasn't going to make the, the the Earnhardt joke.
1: Well, because you would have made a joke about him being killed in a car. That's true. Yeah, you're a horrible person. Hold on, this
0: guy who died, Earnhardt, his slogan was rubbing his racing? No, that wasn't, but... Oh. Have you ever seen Days of Thunder? He was the Intimidator, right? Yes. Yeah. Have you ever seen Day- Days of Thunder? Is that with Tom Cruise? Yeah. No. Are you serious? Do you know why? Because it's about fucking race cars. It's fucking an awesome movie. That said, there's a new Fast and Furious coming out, which for some reason I can't get enough of. Those fucking movies (laughs) are good. I don't get it. Everything about them is stupid. They're not good actors. They don't have good storylines. They have way unrealistic drama and action and like... There are, like, people jumping out of helicopters, landing on cars that are going 130 miles an hour, and for some reason I am holding on to the bottom of the theater seat because I've spent $20 for a ticket to see this bitch and I can't get enough of fucking Vin Diesel and The Rock and now John Cena. Like yeah, John I love Cina's these movies.
1: One. John Cena is, uh... What's his, what's Vin Diesel's character name there? Uh, Dom. Yeah, Dom Corretto. Yeah. Uh, it's his brother, his long lost brother, his younger brother. Uh, we watched the trailer for it last night. Looks legit. Looks legit. A lot of flying it cars looks, are going It looks, it looks so,
0: so bad and I cannot it. But you know to what? It. We're
1: all gonna go fucking see it.
0: Oh my god, Guaranteed. I love it. That's, uh, have you ever seen Big Trouble Little China? No. Greatest bad movie ever made. Anybody listening to this who has not seen Big Trouble Little China, you want to treat yourself to something special, watch the movie, for the last hour and 25 minutes of it, you'll wonder why you're still watching and you will not be able to turn away. It is so captivating for no reason whatsoever.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to watch that. Alright, so moving forward, um, we're going to do our last topic today which we think we're going to talk about what everybody thinks about the defunding of police. Uh, Pat, what's your take on that?
0: Uh, That's a loaded question, man. Defunding the police. I think... uh, the first thing I would think is that people have a huge misconception of what it means. Um, I have spoken to people who are like, "ha, somebody breaks into your house with a gun and who are you going to call because the cops don't exist anymore. Like, no, no, that's not what defunding the police means. Um, actually, I mean, if, if you we've defunded lots of things, um, including, I mean, DCF does a, th- that's a portion of defunding the police. tax money goes to DCF and DCF does a portion of work that could arguably be something that would have been on the police workload at some point.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, we touched on this a little bit in the last podcast. I am 100% pro-police, Pat, not so much, um, which, whatever, he's entitled to that opinion. I understand his reasoning behind some of it. Um, but at the same time, you're exactly right. So defunding the police means that they're going to allocate the money into other Uh, Systems and stuff like that Um, The problem is Is that I don't trust the people That say that they're going to reallocate these funds I mean uh, I've dealt with DCF Uh, You've dealt with DCF in the past It's a horrible horrible state run Problem
0: Do you trust The police more than you trust those people Yes I've never read a headline about DCF murdering anybody
1: I'm not disagreeing with you With that but DCF, uh, I bet you you can look up, and I haven't, but you can look up headlines where somebody got murdered because DCF didn't do their job.
0: No doubt. You could also find those about police officers.
1: I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you. But I think that police officers, and listen, I'm not saying that there doesn't need to be some sort of reform with police officers because there are, by, there are bad cops. There, there's no doubt about
0: it. So, if defunding them and reallocating those funds to something that makes more sense isn't the right answer, then what is the right answer? And if now is not the right time, then when would be the right time?
1: Uh, I think the right answer would be not defunding them, maybe reallocating some of the funds for them into better training. Um, also, we need, like, I watched a video uh, probably about a month or so ago that there was a. Um, Somebody got shot in another state. I don't know what state it was. But there was an advocate that was going against the police, right? And so the police department invited him to go do a training. And there were three different scenarios that um, you could decide whether or not to use... Uh, deadly force? Deadly force or any force at all, right? And, sure. And try and de-escalate the situation. And when that advocate that was harping not like, the cops be fired, blah, 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 um, he... Once got killed, the guy got killed. The other time killed an innocent person and the third time um, was able to de-escalate it and found weapons on the person.
0: So um, I think I think that's a great experiment uh, on paper and I think that it makes for a great headline and a great story. I also think that if you took somebody who complained about their food at a restaurant and brought them in the back in the kitchen and gave them you know like several trials to make a meal properly, They might burn one, they might undercook one, but that doesn't mean that, like, chefs are gods among people. Police aren't gods among people. So, of course, somebody would fuck something up in a training. That's what training is for. And I agree that funds should be, uh, additional funds should be used for better training of police officers. But not taking some of the responsibility away from police officers, because listen, while you say that I'm not pro police officer, which isn't entirely true. They have far too much responsibility. They have far too much power. And they make far too many mistakes. That's not an individual problem. I know police officers. I am friends with police officers. I don't blame them personally for the overbearing nature of their work. So if a cop goes into a house, right, and there's a domestic violence issue, the, if I'm a cop, because I could be a cop tomorrow, any one of us could just go be a cop if we're willing to go through the training. It's not like... You need some kind of ridiculous quota to be met to be a cop. I'm pretty sure you can't be a felon. I think that's it. I'm not positive on that, but
1: I think it's a little bit more in depth than that.
0: They don't need a degree um, which is fine with me i don't I don't think that any job should require a degree unless it literally could not be done without it um, but so fuck, where was I going? I don't know. Oh, no. So I sympathize with police. I do. Because if if I, being the cop now, right, I finish my training to be a cop. Um, and I read somewhere that barbers go through more training than police officers. I don't know how accurate that is. That seems far-fetched. But...
1: I, I bet you they're... Uh,
0: they may go through, like, more hours of, like, schoolwork. I don't know.
1: That's what I would say. Because, like, I think if you're going to go be a hairdresser or something like that, you probably spend uh, 12 months... Going to classes right. But they're probably Four hour classes Well uh, here's the thing The my, fact that
0: those two things Are close enough For us to be like Oh that might be exaggerated I don't really know That shouldn't be an issue In order to be a police officer You should be like Holy shit I made it Like I can't believe I got through All the rigorous tests And rigorous training well, And the and ridiculous things say. That I had it's to like, go through
1: I don't think that's true Because um, Our friend uh, Ches there His baby mama is going to be a state cop and she has to live at the academy so you're there 24 hours a day and it's a six-month program
0: uh, as a state cop yeah state cop training is militaristic uh, opposing to uh, civilians so the reason that state cops go through much uh, more much more uh, rigorous training is because state cops work alone so when like on 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 your shift if you pull somebody over and you call for backup you got 10 minutes you're on your own, where municipal cops, generally speaking, have partners or back up very close by. So, state yeah. cops, yes, go through much better training. So, okay, boom, start there. Now, all cops have to go through what state cops have to go through. That's a good start. Yep. I'm fine with any movement in the right direction. Um,
1: look, like, this is the way I look at it, right? And this is what really caught my attention. It happened about a month ago. New um, New York City caught a billion dollars. defunded the police by a billion dollars in wake of all this stuff that's going on. And, like, from what I understand, New York City's way safer now than it was even 20 years ago.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah, New York City's not a bad place.
1: Yeah. Like, it was portrayed to me like, like, there's bad parts just like there's anywhere. Well, so, but, the,
0: a part of that is because of the mafia. Um, but, a lot of the mafia issue has been solved and opening the bridge to New Jersey allowed the mafia to kind of like, that was like funneling the shit down the toilet because once they built the bridge to New Jersey, the mafia moved out of New York so that they could operate in New York but live in New Jersey. So that helped New York immensely.
1: A a little Tony Soprano going on. That's right. Uh, But um, to cut a billion dollars out of that, and listen, New York City is huge. They got to have, I was thinking about this morning, Say the average cop in New York City probably makes a hundred grand. I don't know if that's accurate, right? But I would say that's if they're not making a hundred grand, they should be. Right?
0: Police officers? Yes. In where? New York City. They're not. Okay. But they should be. I'm hitting the Google. You make your point.
1: Um, so to cut a billion dollars. And listen, it's not just cutting police officers out, right? But to cut a billion dollars, that's over a thousand or it's over like a hundred thousand cops, which obviously that's not. They don't have a. Oh no, it's not a hundred. It's a lot of cops that they're getting rid of, and that means they're not updating their their cars. They're not updating their uh, training. Like they should. Starting be,
0: salary for NYPD is forty two thousand five hundred dollars. That disgusting. is disgusting. That is off of uh, NYC.gov.
1: That's disgusting.
0: So okay, maybe that's so, part of the
1: problem. Maybe we. There should, you
0: go. So what you have is you have people. Who are willing to work for less money than I'm willing to work for in a city that's more expensive to live in. Yeah. So, problem number one, who are you getting for $42,500? You're getting true, die-hard people who are passionate about making the world a better place because they're willing to work for that amount of money. And you're getting people who uh, think it would be fun to be a cop. You're getting people who have an axe to grind. I mean... That you're not enticing the cream of the crop at $42,500 a no, year.
1: No, because they can go do fucking anything You and I both make significantly more than a New York police officer. Correct. Which is, to me, absolutely fucking disgusting. I agree. Um,
0: so maybe that's part of the problem. I mean, there's a but lot you're of say, different you're problems. You're saying like that. they take this billion dollars and it just magically disappears. No, so I don't. Me. No, I know that. Follow it, me now. I know it You have disappear. a company, right? So take take like a place like WeWork where we have... So we work in a department that's like its own company, and we have mechanics, and we have uh, have counter people, and we have all these different positions. Now, they could probably hire three or four more people, right? So add to that funding for our department, but then we don't have the accounting department behind us, and we don't have the receptionist team behind us. So wouldn't you rather defund our department and utilize more resources to get the job. So so take money away from our department and make sure we have really quality receptionists and make sure that we have an accounting team so we're not fumbling around, around trying to do those things, which is what defunding the police is about. So let's have maybe even less cops, right? Okay, so we have a few less cops, but now when a cop goes into a domestic violence situation, which this is where I was headed before, so I go into a domestic violence situation, I, one... My instinct is to get that. We're going to use a a very easy one. We're going to use a man and a woman who are married and don't have kids. All right. So the woman is the victim of the domestic violence in this particular scenario. I want to get that woman out of that situation. That's the first thing I'm thinking It's just like a, a, a normal human being. And that's the way my brain works because I'm a normal human being. So I want to get her out of that situation. I'm not super familiar with what to do with her. I know that there are shelters for those situations. I know that I can put her with family. I also know that the vast majority of those cases end up with that story changing to, it was a misunderstanding, or I lied, and then they end up back together. Now, maybe I am a little bit of a tough guy instead of what I consider to be normal. So I go into that situation. The first thing I'm thinking is, I want to beat this guy's ass. Give him a taste of his own medicine, right? So, maybe that's how it goes down, which then causes this woman to basically develop Stockholm Syndrome right there in front of me, so she's going to go running back to this guy because she feels bad for the person who's receiving the treatment that he was giving to her two hours ago, because it took me two hours to get there. So, what if, instead of just sending a cop to that situation, we take some of that money that we've now reallocated, and we send a social worker with that police officer to handle that situation with them. The social worker has uh, more access to resources to find that woman help. She, I mean, technically just by being an innocent uh, bystander, by being a witness, protects the man who God knows why he lost his temper. Maybe he needs to be medicated. Maybe he needs help with alcohol or drugs. But I didn't mention any of those things As the reporting officer, I wanted to get the woman out of the situation. I wanted to handle the man. Um, Maybe a social worker would be the best answer in that situation. I'm not saying send a social worker because somebody got beat up. I'm saying send a social worker to work in conjunction with the police officer. So there's all that money just gets dumped into. Now we have a team of people going into a situation that requires more than one person going. It doesn't require just a social worker. It doesn't require just a cop. It requires a team of people to find out why it happened, how can we stop it from happening in the future, does somebody need to be punished, or does somebody need help? Yeah, I mean... That, that to me, is what defunding the police is all about. And that goes for, you know, children who are being abused, that goes for adults who are being abused. Um, I also think that defunding the police will take away um, imprisonment for victimless crimes. You know... If if we okay. have less money on the sh- on in the police force, uh, are you getting arrested and imprisoned for pot? Well, Probably not. Bigger well, fish to fry.
1: That doesn't happen anymore, but.
0: Well, it doesn't happen here.
1: The, most states is, decri- but I get what you're saying.
0: There are people in prison right now for pot. Right now, that have not been freed and released.
1: Yeah, that's a state issue. That's not a. Police issue.
0: Okay, but what we're talking about is decri- defunding the police, which is going to be a state issue. It's not going to be a federal yeah, issue. Yeah, but if you still get...
1: like, So if you're in one of those states and you get stopped by the cops and you have weed on you, and they have to arrest you, they have... To, like, again, that's a law issue. That's not a
0: cop issue. Well, you don't have to arrest somebody for a misdemeanor. So first off, if it's misdemeanor, no arrest. But... So let's say it's... But they have to go to court,
1: and that's yep. who determines whether or not they're going to jail.
0: Yeah, I... I don't think anything that's a victimless crime should be addressed by police. Then how do they get in trouble? If there's no victim, it's a crime. Small government, no punishment. But it's, but then, then why have the laws in place? You're, that's a like, great question. Why have the laws in place? If it's if there's not a victim to what you're doing, why have a rule against it?
1: So selling drugs should, drugs in general should not be illegal.
0: No. Marijuana should not be illegal. I don't I don't know if a victim from a marijuana related crime. Uh, okay, but heroin will make you steal your mother's TV. I mean that's that's there are victims when we okay, talk about Okay, so name drugs another
1: victimless crime
0: other than what? marijuana. oh, uh, jaywalking.
1: Do you know somebody in jail for jaywalking? You know somebody that got a ticket for jaywalking?
0: It's a law. You can get a ticket for jaywalking. And yes, and that's not a
1: a victimless crime. You're putting yourself in danger. That's why it's a law. Because you can get hit by a car. That's why you have to walk in crosswalks.
0: I mean, by that logic, driving is a victimless crime. because, Or is is not a victimless crime. Because you could get hurt. No, but... No. Like, there's certain
1: areas where you're supposed to walk in crosswalks to avoid getting hit by cars. That's true. Just like there's certain places where you're supposed to drive... To be safe.
0: Also true. So, so if so you're driving if, your car down a sidewalk, you can't do that. That's illegal. So you think that people should get ticketed or arrested for jaywalking?
1: No, I do not think that. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is the laws are there for a reason.
0: It's illegal to tie your pet giraffe to a telephone pole in New York. So don't bring your pet giraffe to New York. I'm just saying a lot of laws are outdated. I'm not disagreeing. That's
1: my point. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I'm all like, all I'm trying to say is that if I, I, I'm with you on the weed thing, weed should be legal. But it, right now, it's not. In most states, it's decriminalized, which is great. So you, the most you're going to get is a fine. But who like the reason the laws are there, is, and somebody has to enforce those laws.
0: I'm, I'm not against that in any way, shape, or form. I think that laws should be enforced. I also think there should be less laws. If if what I do doesn't affect your life, your liberty, or your pursuit to happiness, I'm not, well, me I'm not committing heroin, a crime.
1: Me shooting heroin doesn't affect your life, your pursuit of happiness, whatever else you said.
0: That's not at all true. Because heroin very very frequently leads to heavy crime not to mention okay but doing heroin doesn't okay heroin itself is illegal so heroin use shouldn't be illegal fine not a victim n- not a victim in that crime possession of heroin should be because how would the heroin get to america no matter what your answer is it was illegal and no matter what your answer is you knew it was illegal when you bought the product. So that is not a victimless crime.
1: Okay. I, we're going to have to agree to disagree on that one.
0: I'm, uh, I'm looking for a short list. I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it of victimless crimes because I had a couple in my head a few days ago. Um, Again, I'm not saying, like,
1: here's the thing. You want to know, like, and we're, we're going down this crazy spiral of the thing. And I understand it can happen to anybody. You don't have to break the law to encounter police officers. People can lie and put you in situations to be in trouble with the law, um, but that's not the majority of people. The majority of people that run into problems with the law were breaking the law at some point. Um, and police officers do overreact to certain, like what happened to uh, Floyd, right? What happened to that guy is absolutely disgusting. Right, but there was four cops there that didn't do
0: anything about it. So what you think is we should continue paying all those cops or even more cops for what? No, that's not what I'm saying.
1: What, what? I think, listen, you can't. The 99% of police officers are good people. 99%, it's a guarantee.
0: Where are you getting that statistic?
1: It's it, it it's an assumption. Okay, we'll do 51% of cops are still good cops.
0: Uh, again where are you getting that number earlier you made reference to like the clergy being bad people but the clergy yeah I don't know what that means when we were talking about dressing up as clergy for Halloween like priests are part of the clergy so they are 99% of them are no I would say 1% of them are good people
1: 99% of them are good people I'm sure
0: okay where are you getting that number? Uh, there's no way to measure it, Pat. Here's This goes back to me sympathizing with police. The idea that some people believe 99% of cops are good people isn't possible. It's not realistic because not 99% of any job is filled with good people. I believe 99% of the world is good people, and we
1: focus on the 1% that's bad.
0: I don't think those numbers are accurate. But- I mean, think of think of like the people that you come in contact with every day, and also,
1: what do you consider a good person? I think ninety nine percent of the people in the world wouldn't kill another person.
0: Does that make them good people? Yes. So you think that war is only for bad people?
1: No, I think I think war is horrible.
0: But only bad people fight it.
1: But people stand up for their country. That's totally different. I don't understand.
0: You just got done saying, if you're willing to kill, you're a bad person. I don't think... Cops are willing to kill. Shit, cops will kill George Floyd in the middle of the street in broad daylight because he passed a $20 bill off as real.
1: Okay. You're misunderstanding what I'm saying, or you're taking it literally, like, literal, right? Which is, you're Mr. Fucking Literal, and it drives me insane. Okay? So true. What I'm saying is... I, I think the world that we live in today wants to focus on only the bad instead of looking at the good. Like the fucking Tim Tebow thing. They're focusing on the fact that the guy was talking about God instead of the fact that he was posting an inspirational video and promoting kindness and goodness and believing in yourself and staying the course.
0: We're going to get off topic, but I'm, I promise I'll get back on topic. So we're getting off topic because do you know why we all focus on bad? Because
1: what the news puts in
0: front of us do you know why it's what the news puts in front of us because it fucking catches people's attention do you know why we're going in the right direction do you know why it catches people's attention because people want to hear bad shit technically that's not true here's why it's evolution right so at one point you and I had our little like you know lion skin suits on and we're out hunting and we had to be constantly aware of our surroundings so what were we looking for we were looking for the danger the bad because the good didn't concern us. We, didn't, we weren't fighting against the good. We weren't looking for, you know, apple trees that might kill us in the middle of the night. We were looking for danger. As we evolved, we continue to only look for danger. We've continued to only try to protect ourselves. The media has taken advantage of this. It is extremely profitable to put the bad in front of me. It's extremely profitable to put the bad on television and the bad in the newspapers because that's what I need to read. I need to know all of these dangers that I'm facing, right? That's why we don't have, like, puppy adoptions all day, every day on the news, which I would much rather watch. At the end of the day, I would much rather see little teeny tiny puppies playing in, like, a little field than George Floyd get a fucking knee driven into his carotid artery for, uh, like, eight minutes. Yeah, it's profitable... So, that's where that comes from. Just so we're clear, uh, it's not like... Listen, I understand
1: that the media is the biggest problem that we have. Very true. It's 100%. The biggest problem that we have. And to the point where I try not to watch the news. Like I say, I've said it probably five times since we've been recording stuff. I try not to watch the news. I try not to... uh, Like, whatever I see in my Twitter feed or my Facebook feed is what I'm seeing in most of its news headlines or whatever um if it intrigues me i'll go and look and find different sources um, but it's all biased it's all
0: all right you ready victimless crimes sorry we're getting we're getting back on topic now <laughs> uh, cheating your taxes considered a victimless crime
1: sure You you not go to jail for it?
0: uh i think you should have to pay the right amount plus some kind of bonus so like if you cheat your taxes for one year you should pay a hundred ten percent of what you were supposed to pay if you cheat your taxes for 10 years you should pay 200 percent of what you were supposed to pay for the entire 10 years right there's no benefit to, put to putting for- somebody in prison. For cheating I, their taxes. You I don't need a police officer but here's the to go to that person's house at any point for cheating taxes. Well, how are they going to
1: go to court? Uh,
0: mail them a letter? Send them an email? This
1: person can't pay their taxes. you think that they're just going to show up to court?
0: I don't think it's about them being able to pay their taxes. Oh, that's, This person is... This person trying, is cheating their taxes.
1: Yes, this person is trying to cheat their taxes. Yeah. And you think sending them a letter... It, like, there has to be some sort of enforcement to get that person... To face the charges that they're going to face.
0: Have you ever been to a courthouse? Yes, multiple times. And what was the name of the officer who had to come handcuff you and drag you there?
1: I've never been to a courthouse for a
0: criminal charge. Hold on, just to be clear. So you're saying that these people who have committed a victimless crime are incapable of getting to court. No. But you, who didn't even commit a crime, you just strolled on in.
1: I've never been in a situation where I went to court for something criminal.
0: But you were still able to get yourself into court. Listen. For whatever reason.
1: Mine, I went to court to benefit me. I wasn't in trouble. Okay. The other person that was supposed to go to court that was in trouble didn't show up. So maybe yes, maybe a police officer should have brought that person to the courthouse. What you're actually talking about. Shit, Isn't, the last that's not time even I'm criminal court,
0: correct? That's what I'm trying to say. I've never been to criminal court. Right, so okay. But you think that people have to be brought to court by the police? Okay, so here's the thing.
1: Okay, I agree with you. So that person doesn't show up for their court case.
0: Right? Right. What happens then? Okay, so evading a court case would be a separate crime.
1: But it's still kind of victimless. The only person you're affecting is yourself.
0: Well, no. I'm not sure that that's accurate at all. Who else are you affecting? Well, the entire system at that point. See, you're literally saying He's affecting the I don't care paying. about the system. I'm not willing to. He said that when he didn't pay his taxes. All right, and there was a punishment in place for that. So now we've stepped this up a level. Now we're talking about a whole different crime. We're okay, saying okay, so we're on level two. Okay, yeah, you got caught.
1: So now we can have a police officer. Call. Or somebody, some court martial, or something.
0: Sure, absolutely. Okay.
1: Okay, next one.
0: Uh, So, uh, employing illegal workers. I gotta tell (sighs) you, I don't think that's a victimless crime. Me neither.
1: How is that a fucking victimless crime?
0: Uh, Well, I guess it doesn't hurt anybody. Sure, it does It hurts people that are
1: fucking actual citizens Well, hold on,
0: because the term hurt is what we need to be flexible on. It doesn't physically harm anybody. But it affects. But it interrupts their ability to pursue happiness if there are not jobs available because you've employed illegal workers, yeah, I much. do not ac- agree that that's a victimless that is crime. That's
1: not going to hit well with this. Uh, this with this one, it's
0: one hundred and ten percent not a not a victim in the world for this crime. Prostitution, that's a victimless crime. I absolutely agree. Listen, the,
1: to be fair, I, there is a victim in all this with
0: prostitutes. The prostitute? Yes. Okay. I don't think that being a prostitute prostitutes should be a victimless crime. I do think that forcing people to be prostitutes is a very, very, very much a disgusting crime.
1: Yes. those, But that... Yes. But those are two different crimes.
0: Right. So, like, the Bunny Ranch out in Vegas being legal, I 110% agree. There should be more of those places. In fact, that would probably cut down on the number of serial killers in the world. Like, if everybody had access it's, but see, it's to a It's such a, a gray rifle.
1: area, right? It's such a gray area because... Uh, one, how do you tell if you're being forced to be a prostitute or not? But two, um, a lot of these women are doing it because they have no self-worth, uh, I would imagine. And they think that's the only way that they can make money. Which, they're the victim of their own crime.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I still think that's a victimless crime.
1: It's like a it, It's like somebody that ODs.
0: So you think that because this woman... I'm
1: not, Listen, I'm pro-prostitution. If I can go get a Hummer in the back alley...
0: Not the vehicle.
1: Yeah, you know <laughs> what I
0: mean. He means mouth love.
1: Yeah, if I can go get that done and pay twenty bucks and not have to burden my wife with that short,
0: I'm all bought. Yeah, I'm talking like this would be like on my lunch break. Like, yo, what are you, you running McDonald's? Like, nah, I'm gonna go get a beach.
1: Yeah, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna take a nap. We get an hour for lunch.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Um, but you're saying that they're criminals. This actually, I would, I would put this right in line. Uh, this is absolutely a victimless crime and this is another example of where i don't think you need six police officers to you know break down a street corner that's got a couple prostitutes on it where you could have um some people who advocate for women some people who are mental health experts some people who can find them jobs that have decent wage those people could approach the street corner with a police officer in tow if they so choose if, if if it's a dangerous street corner but again, you don't need a, you know an armed squad of officers running down prostitutes. You yourself said these are women who probably have no self esteem. They're probably beaten down by life.
1: Well, not for nothing. Uh, how many of them are uh, like you said, almost being forced to do it? Um, right. Maybe so, can can we send walk some people? part of some sex trafficking ring or something? One hundred and fifty. I mean, we read a statistic the other day that. Uh, What is it, 40 million people are involved in... uh, Sex trafficking. Human trafficking. trafficking. Human trafficking, which, by the way, huge, huge industry. $150 $150 billion billion a year. Me and Pat are looking into it. We'll let you guys know.
0: We are not looking into it together. Uh, (laughs) I do think, so in that situation, if, if that's a victimless crime, and it is to me a victimless crime prostitution, we send a police officer with a team of professionals to get women out of that situation. Um, the next one, uh, illegal gambling. Uh, that's a tough one because gambling is an addiction, so... But it's, a, it's not victimless. It, it's victimless because you're I, really affecting yourself. I do agree that it's victimless in the same sense that I agree um, that, like, possession of drugs, like harder drugs, is kind of victimless. Like, you're still hurting people with a gambling addiction.
1: Well, you're not until you are. Right. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. So, but, and, listen, when you're hurting other people, it's a different crime. It ends up being, like, burglary or theft or whatever. It is. You know what I mean? Assault yeah. and you're robbing people. Robbery. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with that's a victimless crime as well as... I, uh, I,
0: I reluctantly agree that that is a victimless crime.
1: As well as heroin possession.
0: Uh, whew, begging. That's a great one. Panhandlers, begging on the street corner, absolutely a victimless crime. Literally sitting there with a cardboard sign. You and I could do that right now, and we would not get arrested for so
1: it. Here's, so here's my problem with it, right? One, I don't think many of them get arrested. But two, um, I believe that I believe what that does is, at least for me, because I consider myself a decent person even though you would dis- disagree, um, I see a panhandler. Bagging on a street corner and I start reflecting on my life and how good it is and I feel bad so I give that person some money because they're less fortunate they're saying they're less fortunate than me we really have no idea I don't know that guy I could literally not shower for a couple days go out and collect money on a street corner and probably make more I've seen stories of people making more money doing that than they do actually work and they have nicer houses than I do so um, I don't think it should be legal um Because I'm the victim where I'm giving you money of my hard-earned money. Now, in places like uh, where my parents live in Virginia, Hampton, that town actually has uh, the reason it's... And not every town or city is like this because, obviously, New York City is not like this. Fucking California is a shithole right now with this. Um, But they have shelters for everybody year-round. They have uh, food banks open year-round for people. And so they actually tell you not to give them any money to make them go get these services that the town provides.
0: All right. Now, just for ha-has, with all this money we used to defund the police, what if every city built some of those shelters? What if, what if every worn down, run down, no longer used vacant mall in America was turned into either a mental health facility... Or a shelter? Are you still against defunding the police? Because now you don't need as many cops. Because now there's less people panhandling this victimless but, crime. Well, but... Listen. I, I'm all for that type of shit. You actually make more money in the long run because now you don't have to give money to people because they're in a nice facility. But help. you know
1: what's going to eventually happen? What's that? I'm, my taxes are going to get raised to start paying for this shit.
0: Your taxes are already being raised to fund the police. I understand that. So we're taking the same like, money. And realloc- I'm going
1: to go back to the to the original statement that I made at the beginning of this. It's not that I have a problem with them reallocating funds, right? It's I live in a city. I live in Torrington, Connecticut, where the school spends a hundred million or ten million dollars a year on sending kids to different school districts to get schooled because they can't do it. Instead of hiring the right people to help those kids on paying more in taxes because they could probably do that and build a new school for less than $10 million
0: a year and put those 100 kids that they outplace every year into a separate school. Just just to be clear, what you're saying is it would cost less money to come up with a better solution if they allocated the funds appropriately. Yes. So you are 110% behind defunding the police because that's the exact same idea.
1: Yes, but the problem is I don't trust the people in charge. And listen, I'm all about voting. You need to go out and vote. But at the end of the day, they all lie. They all lie.
0: Oh, you're, you're putting the, the cart before the horse here. We're talking about defining the police. You're talking about crooked politicians.
1: But, at the, but who do you think allocates the funds? And it's all
0: mayor run. Okay, so by that logic, despite the fact I feel you're grossly off topic, by that logic, so, don't defund the police. Keep dumping money in the police department. You still have all the same politicians. So, nothing good has come of this. Where if we defund the police, reallocate those funds through those crooked politicians, at least some good is coming from it. We think. We have no idea. What if it, what if nothing changes? Well, that's not... It's not possible for nothing to change. What if it gets worse, Pat? That is possible. I don't think it would happen. But... Here's the thing. There's a possibility it doesn't get worse. There's a possibility it gets much, much, much better. And if it does get worse, you can always stop the program and call it a failure. You cannot stop the program once it's succeeding if you never get it started. You cannot continue the program while it's succeeding if you never get it started. This has to start... Okay, so...
1: And listen, I think... I understand your point, right? So they want to defund the police, reallocate funds and everything. So, what if the same amount of innocent people get killed by random people instead of the police because they're not being policed the same way that they were before? In that
0: case, we have a system in place for that the people who are doing the killing would get arrested because we're not taking but the, well, all of the police away. But we're, we're arresting people. I, I understand
1: ass. what you're saying. But the same amount of innocent people got killed. So what the fuck's the difference?
0: Well, killing isn't the only issue. So, if, okay, let's just say the same number of people get killed. There's no way under this, this idea of sending, you know, social sending trained psychologists and psychiatrists to be around all of these mentally unwell people... Because that's what this is really about. This is going to turn into... We have no clue how bad the mental health in America is... Until we start treating people like they're unwell. Instead of they're just fucking bad people. They must be fucking awful people. They're not. They're unwell. So, yeah, but
1: what considers them unwell? Like, there's so many... I think we're getting way off topic. But, like, there's so many different categories of unwell. Like, what, what's different today... With mental health than was forty years ago. We didn't have these same problems with mental health. We had worse problems forty years ago with social injustice and everything. And why people are starting to talk about defunding
0: the police. But what's the difference? You oh, okay? So you think that the state of mental health is better now than it was before? No. You think it's worse? I think
1: it's. I think it's probably the same. Maybe. I think it's highlighted more because, again, now, today, it's easier to see uh, the bad shit people do than it was 40 years ago. Because we didn't have, the, like, I can open up um, at work. We get fucking MSN. First thing it pops up when you open up a, an internet browser. And t- 9 out of 10 of the stories are bad shit that are going on.
0: So you think that mental health is in the same state it was 40 years ago, we just see more of it.
1: I think it's more amplified.
0: Okay, I don't agree with that. I think mental health has taken a dramatic decline. But what? But it really. But what brought it to that point? Why do you think that? What? What? What do you think the change was that brought it to be worse? I think that there's really bad learned behavior that we're seeing. I think so. Even if we go back to like Vietnam, like all the soldiers coming back and just uh, I shouldn't say all the soldiers. That's super fucked up for me to say. A good portion of the soldiers coming back and relying on alcohol to get through their day right now a good portion of those now alcoholic very young people are also raising families so now all of those children that are being raised in the homes of one or two alcoholics statistically speaking have that's that's a dramatic opportunity to have all of those children growing up to be alcoholics, and drug addicts. I'm not making that up. That is statistically accurate. One parent...
1: Where did you get that statistic?
0: uh, There's a book called Perfect Daughters that you can read. Uh, Is that that a
1: person's opinion or...
0: No. That book breaks down the statistics and explains like if, if one of your parents is an alcoholic, it makes you like X times more likely to be an alcoholic. But if both of your parents are an alcoholic, that makes you even greater, more likely to be an alcoholic. So... So this starts at some point, right, with very, a, a very large incline in substance abuse. And it gets worse with each generation. So what we all, we're also watching is we're watching children be neglected, right? It's no longer, you know, like go out and play in the street because I'm too busy to watch you in the street or I don't, you know, I don't want to watch you in the street. Listen, there are really good parents out there. I Actually, Tommy... Uh, goes out and rides bikes with his son and plays football with his son and does that stuff in the middle of the road like you guys would have seen in the early 90s. And it's wonderful. Uh, I don't think that Tommy's son is walking into a school anytime soon uh, and, you know, uh, being violent towards other kids or uh, claiming to be a victim of anything or being a bully or saying he's being bullied. I don't think that Tommy's son is going to go through those things uh, because he's in... A home where there's a set of present parents who are not abusing substances, right? But not all kids are that fortunate. And we're seeing more and more people not taking care of their children. We're seeing more and more uh, people not taking care of, I mean, just life in general. And that's getting worse. Mental health is getting worse as a result. is through the roof, ADHD, ADD all through the roof. And you can say like, yes, we pay more attention to it. We pay more attention to those things because those things need more attention. And like you said, the crime rate in New York is down, right? So the crime rate is down, but this mental health problem is skyrocketing. So the solution to this so far has been continue pumping money into the crime problem, but there hasn't, from what I know of, been a huge influx in the attempt to solve the mental health problem. So let's take some of that funding from a problem that's much less of a problem than it was before, and let's put it towards the new problem. Like if I broke my right leg and it needed to heal, and it was two days away from healing and I broke my left leg, I would pay much less attention to my right leg that's almost healed. It's doing significantly better. I can walk on it. I wouldn't be like, well, The left leg doesn't matter because the right leg was hurt a long time ago. So I should keep paying all of my attention to that. No, I would allocate some of my care to my left leg. I'm not disagreeing with you, but
1: what I got from you out of that was uh, this comes down to bad parents.
0: Mm. No, because nobody, nobody ever is willing to say that they're the bad guy. Nobody goes into life thinking that they're a bad guy. Nobody wakes up in the morning and says, I can't wait to be a bad guy. Everybody thinks that what they're doing is right. So, <coughs> people who are not Yeah, well, but
1: you know who taught you right from wrong?
0: Your parents? Yes. I mean, that's a big portion of it. But again, that goes back to what was... Were your parents healthy? Were my parents healthy? No. The person in question. If we have an unhealthy person, were that person's parents healthy? Because you're saying this is all on the parents. This is also in their food. This is in the, you know... Uh, I mean, one bad trip can leave somebody in a very bad state. Bad trip? Bad trip. From doing drugs? Yeah. Well, don't do drugs. Okay. Well, like me. Pe- here's the thing. People are going to do drugs.
1: Well, I Pat, the only drug I've ever done in my entire life is smoke some weed. Occasionally, very occasionally, drink some alcohol. I
0: don't understand what your point is. Is your point that? Well, don't do it. It's that simple. Just don't fucking do it. Well, for some people, it's not. Ho, ho. For some people, it's not that simple. Um, I mean, and pet, and I'm an addict,
1: right? There's, I'm a food addict. I'm a fucking nicotine addict, right? We we say this all the time. I know that I'm an addict. So you know what I don't
0: do? The first time, don't use the drug the first time.
1: Yes. I don't use the drug the
0: first time. I don't disagree. Some of those things are a slippery slope. You remember that old thing that we used to watch in elementary school? They would play it in dare class or middle school whenever you got it, and it was that uh, marijuana was a gateway drug.
1: Yeah, and to to an extent, it is because it's your first time experimenting with drugs, and if you like marijuana, you're probably gonna you are probably more likely to experiment with other drugs. Some kids don't. Some kids do. Yeah. I experimented with it. I fucking hate it.
0: Because it made you hungrier?
1: No. If it made me hungrier, Pat, I would love it. I love eating food. But I don't I don't like being high. It's not my thing. Never has
0: been. Alright, we have strayed. Very far off topic. I do think mental health is a topic for another day. I think that you are... Really? I mean, you just talked for 40 minutes about it. I have not even... I didn't even dent mental health.
1: You need some fucking mental health.
0: I think that everybody needs a little uh, little uh, TLC into their own brain. Listen. That's very true. Not me, I'm perfect. For example, an egotistical maniac would need some TLC into his My brain. My next
1: thing is I'm going to run for president.
0: I, You want me to just keep repeating what I've said now?
1: <laughs> well, I'm just, yeah. Anyway.
0: I'm going to start calling you Tom Ye. All
1: right, I think this is a good place to uh, to close it out. I want to thank everybody for listening.
0: Whoa, 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 whoa! Uh, what is our conclu- conclusion on defunding the police? Pat
1: wants to defund them. I'm still. Uh, I understand the reasoning behind it. Um,
0: do you I'm, understand? Do you agree that it's would be beneficial to do it? Um, I'm not ready to make that decision yet. All right, let's break this down one more time.
1: I, I listen. I don't want to go through. the whole, I get it. You. The point of this podcast isn't to change my mind about anything. No, no, I get that. I and get that. I understand I have to think about it and to have dead airways while I'm thinking about it. Maybe in the next couple episodes we can revisit this uh, issue and uh, maybe I'll have some more light on the situation. But until then, right now, I'm staying impartial. I understand both sides of it and I'm not ready to make a decision.
0: I think that we should get rid of hospitals. We should get rid of paramedics and we should give all the additional funding we get from them to the police department and just have the cops do surgeries as well.
1: You're a fucking idiot.
0: Oh, so it's insane to do it that way. It's two different things.
1: Eh, we'll see. Anyways. (laughs) Most people like you, Pat, would just say, let's just raise taxes and then we could take care of all this.
0: Uh, Taxes would not fix this problem. Why? We could make... Because the money is already there. We already have the money to fix it. Yeah, but
1: we could raise taxes and then we can keep the police the way it is and support these other avenues.
0: I should be clear. I don't think that we should keep the police the way it is.
1: Well, because you want less cops.
0: No. Because I want less power in the individual.
1: Okay. That's fine. That That's fine. Again, there's a bunch of other ways they could do this. Uh, I'm not ready to say I feel one way or another. You're right. All right. Anyway, uh, I think that's it. Uh, let's this should probably end out on that note. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, again, follow us on Twitter. Uh, I changed the Twitter handle yesterday. Uh, I believe it's the number nine pod or something like that. Uh, number nine pod at sign. Uh, you can, if you have any questions, any topics you want us to cover, you can email us, the number nine podcast at gmail.com. Uh, be, be sure to give us... Uh, Follow us on Twitter, and give us a like on the Facebook page.
0: If there's a topic you want us to talk about, we're happy to talk about it. We'll run in circles just like we did on this one, just chasing each other's tails. Uh, The music clip at the beginning there was a very good friend of mine. His name is Q Money. Q Money is out in Hartford. Uh, that song is called "Me Freda." It was a song that he made a very long time ago. Love
1: that song, great song, S-
0: still near and dear to my heart. He, uh, I mean, technically speaking, he is a significantly better lyricist. He delivers better now, um, but that song really for me was like, man, we, we listened to that song. We worked together at the time, and we just listened to that song on repeat. We we loved "Me Freda," so that's why we chose that song. Uh, again, "Q Money." Uh, he has tons of music on YouTube. I just uh, like if I'm going to YouTube him, I type in Q Money and then I type in Hartford and it pops right up. Lots of music from him. Uh, so we're going to play the whole song for you, like we did last week with uh, Scars. Uh, the song again, Me Freda by Q Money. Absolutely love uh, Q Money. He's a good dude. Uh, actually, in in a weird twist, he at one point was uh, learning to be a uh, Hartford police officer. So. I know a Harvard police officer appropriately put into this podcast.
1: I know a ple- the Harvard police officer, great guy. His uh, his dad was the the photographer at my wedding. Oh. Mike, okay. yeah, I know this that guy. Was. yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Well, again, thanks everybody for listening, and uh, we'll catch you on thir- uh, next Monday. Here it comes. Whether you not
0: whether or not you really like this song, keep listening to Q Money. He's got a lot of different stuff and newer stuff and uh, probably critically better stuff.
2: And people okay. In the streets that me freight up, cancer bass I shot, but a man busy take off when they see police man, man I take off In farm out the road, running mouth in the paper. Like a struggle, be the one causing trouble. Fighting out the road, be the one killing couple. Every day in the hood we catch a double. Shut up, burn a man, burn a man, give him mortal. Me freder, me freder. Too much killing in these streets, that me fraida, me fraida. Uh. Keep my head up in this sky, so I stay up. Life has struggle, gotta struggle, so I stay up. Too much killing in these streets, that me fraida, me uh. fraida, me uh. uh. Keep my head up in this sky, so I stay up. Life has struggle, gotta struggle, so I stay up. Too much killing in these streets, that me fraida, me fraida, me as a little boy me grew up in the ghetto drugs on the money boy they coming up to get you all the crimes on the body man they touch you mama have to cry, move this family out the ghetto rules on the street boy me don't me got into you you to learn let me have to tell you living life but me know me gon' to prepare you in year, and in your hands, shot a man man i fear you me freder uh... me freder too much killing in these streets that me afraid of. Me afraid of. Keep my head up in the skies. Don't wanna stay young. Life a struggle, gotta struggle. So I stay Too much killing in these streets that me afraid of. Me afraid of. Me afraid of. Keep my head up in the skies. Don't wanna stay young. Life a struggle, gotta struggle. So I stay young. Too much killing in these streets that me afraid of. Me afraid of. Me afraid of. Keep my head up in the skies. Life has struggled, got a struggle. Too much killing, at least to stop it. Me freder, me Keep my head up in the sky. Life has struggled, got a struggle. Too much killing, at least to stop it. Me I, me